You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, how to improve your posture. Hi, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? Really well, thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me. So, what advice do you have for people who are setting up a workstation at home so they can maintain good posture while sitting and working? Yeah, great question, Liz. And um, it couldn't be more prevalent during this kind of pandemic, right? A lot of our patients are used to going to the office, and the office is designed for people to be there, to sit, stand, and essentially work in a you know controlled environment. What they're not designed to do, or pardon me, what people aren't used to doing is essentially sitting at home at their kitchen table or at their breakfast bar for 10, 12 hours a day five days a week. Um, So workstation and work ergonomics are really, really important. Um, So essentially, if we're sitting, there's a couple of key points that we need to adhere to. Um, But we also have to break up the amount of sitting we do because unfortunately, well not unfortunately, fortunately we're bipedal, right? We're upright, we're designed to move. Um, Sitting is essentially something that we're not accustomed to and when we sit for extended periods of time, over time unfortunately breaks it down, hence the term, you know, sitting's the new smoking. So if we are sitting at home, it's really important to kind of get in an environment or create an ergonomic environment that creates good posture. So, for example, feet should be flat on the floor. Your chair shouldn't be too low or too high. So, essentially, you're not putting too much pressure on the hamstrings or too much pressure on your hip flexors. So, try and have a 90-degree bend in your knee. Make sure your knees aren't above your hips or your knees aren't below your hips. It's going to create a lot of stress and tension on the lower extremities. Make sure your pelvis and your lumbar spines push right up to the back of your seat. If you don't have an office chair at home and you're sitting on, you know, a bar stool uh, or a dining room chair, again, they're not built ergonomically for sitting for extended periods of time, grab a kitchen towel, a small hand towel, roll it up, put it right in the middle of your lumbar spine to help keep your lower back in good alignment. And as we work up, shoulder blades should be touching the back of the chair. And then importantly, when we look out to our laptop, we should make sure our chin is four fingers off of our chest. Because when we're in flexion, i.e. we're bringing our head forwards and we hold it there over time, that's how we lose that cervical curve, that curve of life. And if you listen to our previous podcast, it's going to create all the symptoms in your neck, neck pain, headaches, upper back pain. So make sure your fingers four inches off your chest. Your monitor needs to be around two feet away from you, five to ten degrees in the monitor, pointing away. And then shoulders need to be nice and uh, relaxed, shoulder blades nice and tucked in and tight at the back. 
90 degree bend in your elbow, no flexion extension, so no bend in the wrist. So that's how we should sit, but just sitting um, for eight to 10 hours in that position is gonna create a lot of stress. So what we need to try and do is build in a couple of things. Try and challenge yourself to stand up and work in a sound standing environment for at least the last 20, 30 minutes the hour. You know, a good, a, a good uh, algorithm is sit for 20 to 30, stand for 30 to 40. And you should be up, down, up, down, up, down all day. And then obviously we should be moving at some point throughout the day, regardless if we're in the office or sitting at home. Um, you need to be moving for at least 20 minutes a day. By doing that, you can decrease your chance of cardiovascular disease by up to 40%. Um, and also building in some postural breaks. And we teach all of our patients here, strengthening those neck flexors at the front of your neck, help keep that curving, really working on those muscles that sit behind your shoulder blades that keep your shoulders back. And then really working on your pelvic floor, your core, to make sure your hips are nice and stable so your low back doesn't too much work, doesn't do too much work. Okay, great. Now, how can people improve their posture while standing or walking? Yeah, so you can do many postural exercises while standing. Um, and essentially, we do a lot of our, the majority of our work with um, our patients done while they're standing. Now, um, this can also be done, um, now walking specifically, um, unless you're working on a specific gait issue, pelvic pain, low back pain, pain that refers, you know, into the extremities, then obviously you'll have to go through an exam and figure out, you know, what's essentially not functioning correctly and address that through rehab. So kind of the postural exercises are going to be better than stationary. Um, so I'd focus more on standing. But you can do things such as chin tucks. We call them the click, clucking chickens. They're really important mm -hmm. on activating those neck flexors that, keep those neck flexors nice and strong so when we sit over time our head shifts forward those neck flexors become really redundant and then we do things where we just work on our shoulder blades our scapulas retraction so essentially our shoulders being nice and flush to our rib cage is where they should be unfortunately as we sit the muscles that keep our shoulder blades nice and tight to our rib cage switch off so that's how our shoulders start rounding our head starts shifting forwards so as many exercises you can do just sitting down or standing up we call them the wall angel uh, and we, an exercise we call the brugas essentially we're just activating those postural muscles that sit between your shoulder blades and by activating those muscles you should be doing that every day you should spend at least five to ten minutes at least once to twice a day taking time to take postural breaks um and if, by doing that you can keep those muscles nice and active you can do it sitting down you can do it standing up again we educate all of our patients to make sure they're taking postural breaks throughout the day to make sure we don't kind of build up those compensatory poor postural issues okay and you did touch on this but can you explain how people can improve their posture while using handheld devices? Absolutely. So, you know, unfortunately, this is, you know, an issue that we're, we're dealing a lot of, and unfortunately we've seen a lot of it in our kids too. But screen time should be limited period for everybody, right? Uh, however, you know, if you're, a, if you're a parent and your kids are on the screen, I think we just got to limit them. I'm not going to tell you how to parent, but, you know, you want to limit their screen time, but importantly, you want to watch how they are kind of using the device, the iPhone or the iPad or whatever it may be. You know, nothing worse when I go out shopping with my wife, for example, go to the grocery store, and we see a dozen kids with their chins down on their chest, just staring at their, their, their phone. It couldn't be any worse for their spinal health. And for us as chiropractors, we all know that all these sensory disorders that are going through the roof, ADD, ADHD, and there's no, there's definitely a correlation between 
poor posture and poor spinal health. So let's start with limiting the screen time. But you're right, we touched on it a little earlier in the podcast. It's just how are you using the device, right? So when you're using any form of that device, a monitor on your computer screen, your laptop, your iPhone, your iPad, a good thing you need to focus on is keeping your chin four fingers off of your chest. So it's simple. If you're on your iPhone, your iPad, or at your computer, if you can take your four fingers, pinky finger through to the uh, index finger, and you can slide it comfortably under your chin, great. However, if you're not able to slide those fingers under your chin, you're in too much flexion. Your head's coming forwards too much. Our heads weigh 12 to 15 pounds, 12 to 15 pounds, plus every inch we go forwards, that's another 12 to 15 pounds of pressure on the spine and the soft tissue. So over time, that's how we lose that poor posture. So I would start with limiting your screen time. I would start with taking breaks, so breaking up, minimum last five minutes of the hour, every hour if we're working, just get up and move around. And obviously just make sure you're in good posture. And that kind of four finger rule is something that we preach in the office and it goes a really long way. And what exercises should people be doing to help improve their posture? Yeah, obviously it's case dependent, right? And we can have poor posture in our neck and our upper back, or we can have poor posture in our lower back and our pelvis, right? So essentially, if we're in poor posture in our upper back, in our neck and our upper back, it's synonymous with something that we call upper cross syndrome. Upper cross syndrome means all the big movers in the body, our traps, our shoulders, our chest, they essentially start to dominate and take over because they're the big muscles. While the intrinsic muscles that we've discussed on this podcast that sit deep in front of the net flexors, that sit deep between our shoulder blades, through inactivity, through being sedentary and not moving, these muscles get weak and essentially switch off. So over time, it's just this compounding issues. The big muscles work harder. They try and stabilize as well as they try and move. And that creates massive amounts of issues, stress and tension in you know, our neck and our shoulders. So again, exercise that we should be doing, and unfortunately I can't show you because we're on the, uh, you know, can't show the mm -hmm. listeners at home because they're listening, not watching. But we've got to essentially focus on things going backwards. So anything that involves the muscles in the back of our body. So for example, drawing your chin towards your, uh, towards your neck is going to activate those neck flexors, call those the clucking chicken. You should be doing those periodically throughout the day. Exercises that involve bringing your shoulders back and down and then moving your shoulders north to south is going to activate those muscles that sit between your shoulder blades. And we want to make sure that uh, we're, we're avoiding those, those muscles that kind of do all the work. And in your lower back, poor posture is called lower cross syndrome. So we get really dominant in those hip flexors at the front of our hips. Why? Because we sit in that flex position, so that tissue shortens. Uh, and then the muscles in your low back start to work really hard. Why? When we don't move, our pelvic floor, our core is never activated. That creates stability in our pelvis and our low back. So if we're not moving, um, that pelvic floor switches off. So when we go to move, pardon me, the low back does all the work. So what do we need to do? We need to be moving while we sit. So a couple of things we prescribe for our patients here is a wobble disc simple little inflatable disc that you put on your chair so when you're sitting it creates instability uh, and that essentially activates the pelvic floor some of our patients go an extra mile they use a, 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 a blow-up swiss ball or an exercise ball and they sit on that so they're constantly moving and recruiting those little muscles that stabilizes and obviously we should be doing good work outside of when we're sitting so stretching the hip flexors stretching the glutes and then making sure we're doing exercise that address the muscles that use 
are, are used to be stabilized that don't get used so some pelvic floor work some basic diaphragmatic breathing some core bracing um, so exercise such as the planks are great exercise and then also make sure activating the hamstrings and the glutes so things essentially like a glute bridge or a single leg glute bridge um, to make sure those muscles are nice and active and lastly what are some posture mistakes people make and how can they be corrected yeah, so posture mistakes can be across the board, right? A mistake might be made from how your work set up, uh, workstation set up when we're sitting, or how we're standing at our stand-up desk. So let's start there. Uh, you've got to control the environment, right? So make sure, you know, if we're at home, you can jump on our website. We've got a kind of downloadable how-to guide um, where you there's uh, diagrams and uh, information of how to set up a workstation with your sitting or your standing. Um, and then also you want to make sure you're doing the right exercises. And again, on that downloadable how-to guide, it discusses all the muscles we've spent uh, a lot of detail in discussing here. The neck flexors, the muscles that sit between the shoulder blades, our pelvic floor. A lot of times what people do is when they exercise is they really want to work out and work out hard, which is great and we should be doing that, but it usually involves the big muscles. So, for example, lots of push-ups is more chest and shoulder Lots of pressing is more chest and shoulder. So you want to be making sure you're doing plenty of opposite of what's in front of us. So lots of pulling exercises, for example, and then make sure we're doing lots of, lots of exercises that are going to activate the pelvic floor, the glutes and the hamstrings instead of everything being in front of us. So I think not necessarily mistakes per se, but just the environment that we put ourselves in over time can break us down. And then the way we address that environment is we just compound the issue. We do a lot of things that are in front of us instead of lots of things that are behind us in terms of using the muscles that keep us upright and stabilize us through movement. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Liz. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.